Suck a look at you. You're listening to the Jersey Tuck Podcast. Great happiness that me and my sports mind colleagues here have an opportunity to present you with an, the inaugural, the anticipated, the revered, the for now hidden gem of the sporting world, the Jersey Talk Podcast. <laughs> we are sports variety for the modern society. And thank you for listening and joining us on either Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch. Twitch, not this week. We're not that good just yet. Uh, without further ado, let's start by going around the table and getting some introductions. And I guess we will start with below me, which is Josh. Oh, I am. You are. I'm Josh. I'm a Leafs fan, obviously. And I'm cooler than Mitch, who is below me, but might be beside Alex. Might but. Be a- Above Tyrell. He's bottom right from... No, and bottom right in the middle from me. So top right, we have Fred. Fred, huge Habs fan. Where is it? And there it is. Big sports fan. Rock and roll. And below him, we have Mitchell. Uh, Yeah, this is Mitch. Josh himself. (laughs) What did you say? Josh can go fuck himself. <laughs> and there goes our rating. <laughs> yeah. Last but certainly not least, we have Tyrell. My name's Tyrell. I'm a huge Houston Rockets fan, but their hats look terrible, so I'm wearing Miami today. <laughs> <laughs> and my name is Alex. I'm also a huge Houston Rockets fan and huge sports fan. We have a few things on the bill this evening. Uh... As we record this, the Super Bowl just happened, so we will certainly be talking about that. There is some rather uh, disheartening moves from Bell and TSN that we will be covering as well. Uh, we got a couple of NBA topics and a couple of NHL topics, but let's start off the show talking about what Bell has done to TSN. Uh for those who watch TSN over the years and maybe Fox Sports Live as well, if you're listening from the United States, uh, Jay and Dan were a treasured broadcast pair that had been part of that network. I know Jay has been there since 1997, and I believe Dan oh, came man. shortly after. They have been a pair ever since then. Um, and Bell and TSN made the decision this week to cut Dan O'Toole. And it was out of nowhere. It was after their last show. Uh, Dan had no for no uh, previous knowledge of him being cut. It was just mm-hmm. then and there, his last show, he was cut from the show. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with the show, it's a basically it's Sports Center, but with really wacky humor that 
oftentimes goes over yeah not goes over people's heads because that makes it sound highbrow uh really wacky humor that uh they just goofy and silly it's goofy that's perfect that's perfect word for it Mm -hmm. so i'll start with you josh you've watched them over the years um oh yeah initial thoughts when you heard dan was leaving it was really really shocking to be honest with you um even like with the whole situation you know they're going to kind of pin it on covid um but you'd think too with with the media companies like bell and rogers that you'd like to think they didn't lose as much like they've been pretty consistent throughout the whole thing but um i don't know it it was really shocking and it kind of sucks that he had to find out about it like without being able to address it on air yeah it just happened so suddenly um but did you see uh like did anyone here see like the actual address from uh from jay afterwards i did i actually watched that today it was uh emotional it was said mitch did you see it and if you did what are your thoughts uh, I didn't. I didn't see it, but I got the rundown of it. I saw he got. You see him. Apparently, he started to choke up by the end mm-hmm. of it. He did. Yeah. Um. So I mean, and I've seen some stuff too. Dan is still in full support of Jay and everything like that. So mm-hmm. this isn't like a falling out between the two. This is still. This is all corporate. Those two still fully support each other no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. Just a very awkward situation because me it's a package deal kind of thing with the two yeah, of them. yeah. i agree 100 yeah, i don't know it's just a weird decision yeah there's two duos that are prominent uh in canadian sports media it's tim and sid and jay and dan yeah. and in a matter of what i'm not even They're sure both... if it was a week yeah, uh, two weeks two weeks but sid six sid six zero. i think that's how you six zero <laughs> six zero yeah um gotta be honest not a huge fan of their show people love it it's it's for some people uh but Mm -hmm. he's it's a bit of a different circumstance with him because he's moving on to a different program as opposed to being cut right after his show um fred did you have any thoughts on it on either either situation for me what i find strange is why would bell after bell let's talk then fire them (laughs) <laughs> yeah especially with i don't know for sure but like dan he clearly has a few things uh yeah. yeah that's happening in his life it is what it is and then for him to come out on social media and then post it all over twitter like uh it just looks bad you know he he did he had like a a, a twitter tirade like a little small one that was kind of addressing that did you see that yeah exactly and he never used the hashtags he's like why well, have to use the hashtags like yeah it's every other every other day you know so you can tell that um Mm -hmm. he was either surprised by it or yeah there's something more that we're we're not aware of yet no i don't know but yeah i mean the same thing though they let natasha go i can't i Mm -hmm. can't even try to say her last name yeah and i mean she's she's kind of a vet there too so she is yeah that's weird yeah brent wallace huge same brent wallace as well Uh, they let it go up a lot and and speaking of Jay and Dan, they always talk about producer Tim, and he's gone too. That's yeah. wild like, to me. That's yeah. nuts. Like yeah. he did, like all their humor that they use, they always use producer Tim. I still don't know what he looks like, but they yeah, always yeah. they always the reference joke. him. <laughs> um, Tyrell, did you watch? Did you ever watch any of their show uh, growing up at any point? Or I'm sure you're actually uh, you're aware of them. Or 
Oh yeah, no, I'm not like I never watched him a whole lot other than when I live with Josh, obviously. But right. <laughs> yeah, it's just like an awkward situation because they've been like producer Tim and uh, Dan's been there what 20 plus years now, and then just to cut them off, you know, just that's it. You know, yeah. no yeah. option to say goodbye. You know, they've had like a following of like people who've grew up, grow up, grown up watching them. So mm-hmm. like. I don't know. It's a, and there's no, like, from what I could find anyway, there, there was no announcement as to, like, why they, like, completely stripped TSN. And, like, it was over, like, 200 employees, I think, they delayed yeah. off. Big cuts. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's just weird. It seems like there should be a pecking order that, you know, people should be laid off. Like, I, it seems like right now they got a, probably an excess, an ex, ex, yeah, an excess of anchors right now. And you think it'd be the newer ones or the younger ones that are, not the more solidified ones they'd probably you know cut away because you know minority mm-hmm. kind of deal just kind of yeah use the keep the ones that got a name but it's probably a cost savings thing too i guess with salaries and whatnot but yeah it's unfortunate man and uh i mean you hate to say that like these big people that make these decisions are unaware of the cult following that they have but i mean perhaps they were um a lot of Jay and Dan's following came from their podcast. Podcast has been on the go since they were first their first run with TSN. So it's been it was a thing when podcasts were in their very early stages and people didn't really know what they were. So it's just it's a shame. It's just a shame. Yeah. And like you said, Mitch, the whole thing with the pecking order, um, I gotta be completely honest. It rots me seeing these some of these anchors that are still there and you're like it's just like those guys, sure they're great at their job. They're fantastic at their job. But you have people like Dan that have been there, uh, putting up numbers, like prompting engagement for years and years, mm-hmm. and um, he's he's the one to get cut. It's just it's just a little heartbreaking to be honest. Yeah. There's basically one or two. Is there ever on the company kind of side of things? Has there ever, has there always been a bit of resentment for them taking off the fox for a little while? Yeah, that's a good point. You, you know think I mean? though, you think though, if that was the case, they'd let both of them go, right? Because like it's going to drastically change. Like, how how does that affect now? Like, like what's Jay going to be doing? It's not the, yeah, it's not going to be the same Apparently thing. Sports Center with Jay now. Yeah, that's it. Oh. How I first uh, found out about it was their Facebook page, uh, Sports Center with Jay and Dan, changed to um, SC with Jay. And as it wasn't like Jay cradling Dan anymore in the picture, it, it was just you caught onto that right away. And I yeah. was like, "Whoa, what's happening here?" So that was the first uh, signal for me. If they're make, if they're cutting costs, just cut the whole thing and just do sports center. <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah, that's the thing. Every time they they upload a piece of content on social for Jay on SC, love Jay on right. I I mean that's the whole thing. I love both of those guys, but it's just, uh, like you guys mentioned, they're a package deal. So it's just going to be mm-hmm. awkward. And I'm assuming and predicting that on any piece of content they upload, it's just going to be like, where's Dan? This yeah. sucks without Dan. Didn't realize how much I miss Dan until he's gone kind of thing. Right. Jay is going to say something, which could be, which is going to be funny. It could be a million times funnier. Cause Dan would play off it. Yeah. But the, none of the other anchors are going to be able to play off it. Like Dan does. No. So then it's just gonna like it's just the joke's just gonna end there and then either fall flat or not be near as funny as it probably could have been. Yeah, I can see that. It's true. Well, to close the topic out, I'll I'll just say that I've enjoyed both of those guys for years. Really sad to see Dan go, and um, I just hope they keep the podcast alive. That thing's been bumping for 
forever. And I really hope it's just they find some way to keep it going. We got some dancing going on in the cans here now. <laughs> there you go, the J reference. So right now we'll move it on to uh, the the biggest sports story of the week, which will be the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. The what? The Mega Bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the Silly Bowl. <laughs> the or for bowl. this one in particular, the Boring Bowl. I got a bowl. Oh! You got a bowl, yeah. do you? The Mixing Bowl. Oh, you got a mixing bowl. That's why. What about cake bowl? You got one now? No, why? <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, so what this was, was the general? Yeah, like what was the general consensus on the uh, Super Bowl? So this was the uh, Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady versus the ref. <laughs> Tom Brady versus uh... versus Patty Mahomes. Um, let's start off the conversation with just a general outlook on. Uh, how did you find the game? Let's hear some general thoughts, Mitch. Uh, the refs made it really hard for the for Chiefs the first half to compete. I found there's some stupid calls. Um, but overall, I think Kansas City just fell flat. I mean, mm. they, you can blame me, blame the refs a little bit. But, I mean, overall, man, I don't know how many times during that second half it just looked like Patty Mahomes was running for his life, trying to get away from the defense, taking him out, and then he'd throw, like, uh, like he'd be mid falling and throw this bullet and it'd be pretty <laughs> on, near a target and then none of his guys would catch anything for him it's just like yeah he's trying to run for his life and try and do it for you and no no one was coming out in his end i mean it's the whole team fell flat tyrell did you catch the the game do you have any thoughts on it i didn't catch the full game i was working but i caught the highlights and yeah like mitch said it was it's the second half anyway seemed like Mahomes was trying to find whatever whatever he could to get through but nothing no nope. not a nothing thing was sticking <laughs> um Fred did you uh did you see any of the bad calls from the game do you have any thoughts on the calls uh to, to be honest like everyone's talking about how like Tom Brady is the MVP the MV the, the MVP should have been the box defense their ah, defense so much. was so true it was perfect like if you try to do any like yeah sure uh Mahomes wasn't getting anything off but th they were breaking through like they never had a chance like Brady whenever he had the chance and he was in the pocket he had so much time five seconds more to throw it Mahomes was just like one look two look he's got three guys <laughs> yeah. coming at him and he's just like what do I do yeah. <laughs> and and not only that he had no options yeah. Like oh. you, it got to the point where whenever he had an option, he would try to reuse it over and over again. Like he would have that up the middle pass to Kelsey and it worked like three times. And then after that, they couldn't do it anymore. It was like the Bucks defense figured him out. I think yeah. one of the things that stood out for me, uh, and, and it's just like something that I thought of and internalized a bit is I'm thinking one, like one thing that truly makes Tom Brady great. And it's, it's evident. You can see it at this point is he gets dudes, no matter what the caliber of player they are, to just buy in. And yeah. I can I can definitely see him, or he gets a big vocal guy in the locker room to be like, you're not doing your job, we're calling you out on it. Like, we need to do this flawlessly if we're going to win, kind of thing. And I, I get the vibe that he's like that in the locker room, or has some dude on his side, I don't know, Gronk. Uh, yeah. I don't really see Gronk being a vocal leader. But anyways, he has pull in the locker room either way. Mm -hmm. So... That's one of the things that I can probably see that he has. And it's crazy seeing the fact that he can go from one system to another 
Uh, obviously have a bit of bumps on the way, but, you know, achieve the goal in the end, Josh. What did you, uh, what did you think about the whole transition from Brady Bucks to pay or Patriots to Bucks? It's funny because like going into this season, the, the whole talk was all about like Belichick and Brady, right? It was like Belichick and Brady and like Brady couldn't do any better to just kind of shed himself of that, that reputation. Like, he he and 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 you gotta kind of also recognize the fact too that like it's not just him. Like he went to a Bucks team that was just stocked full of weapons. Like last last uh, year they had Jameis Winston who set the record for amount of touchdowns. Now mind you, he also set the record for amount of interceptions thrown, mm-hmm. right for the Bucks. But he was also very offensive. But you put Brady in that same situation with all the tools that he had plus Antonio Brown. Right. And he like dragged Gronk there as well, right? Like he gets he gets to he gets to Tampa Bay. He calls up Gronk, says, "Come out of retirement and join me in Tampa." Of course he does, right? I so find... like, go ahead. I think there's something to be said about like what you said there. Like he has a lot of pull, mm. and it was really easy for him to just kind of like build this team that already had like Chris Godwin mm. and Mike Evans, and then you add Antonio Brown. That's three like top like receivers, Two... plus Leonard Fournette. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. To to well, shut an offense down the way that he did is just a it's just a little crazy. Um, mm-hmm. Mitch, what do you think? I'm gonna pass it to you. Um, the whole Gronk Brady situation is very very strange. It's like a storybook kind of thing. It's like me and my friends played football for a very long time. We won some championships. My friend got hurt, but my other friend was like, "I'm moving on." You want to come with me? And the other guy comes out of retirement being like, you know what? My bones feel a little bit better. I'm coming along. <laughs> what, what do you think about that whole thing? I don't know, man. I mean, obviously they gel and they work well together. I mean, mm-hmm. well, Brady had success before Gronk, and then they found success together. So that's there. I think obviously Gronk was probably beat up, and that's uh, a big reason. But I think, honestly, I think Gronk honestly just wanted to mentally recharge and Take some other ventures, uh, media and stardom wise for that year. He <laughs> got his fill. He got his fill. For, uh, was he on the Masked Singer? Was he on the Masked Singer? Didn't didn't he win a belt in WWE? Yeah, yeah. yeah pinned no, our truth, the twenty four seven champion, hosted WrestleMania. You know. Yeah. Uh, did a. Uh, I think he did a flying uh, uh, belly. Uh, belly press or whatever it is off, <laughs> off something onto a bunch of uh, people so i mean he got his feel he got to start on and his guys licks in and then i guess he saw a good uh, opportunity and brady brady probably gave him a ring and he was like yeah you know i'll do it again i'm good i'm yeah. good i got my fill i got he just I wanted to do. party for a bit yeah that's all he wanted to do <laughs> I think he <laughs> with shack there for yeah, for yeah he did. <laughs> the guy left lived his best life for like a year away from football and then came back Here's he probably qu- made more money in the last year than he did in the last couple years of football. That's really. the dude that's going to make money wherever he goes just because of his yeah. charisma. Right. Uh, I got a question for you. All right. I'm going to pass this one to Tyrell. What duo in sports can you see that happening in? Where's the bromance exists in sports that is that might have some sort of equivalency to that? If one guy left, he'd be like, you know, come on. You want to come join me? Kind of thing. Oh man, like today, like right now? Yeah. yeah. Or, or whenever, whenever point in whatever point in history where you think it'd be appropriate. Uh, honestly, like um 
There's a few NBA ones in there. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think oh, of NBA, NBA one right now. Sure. You think it just happened? But that's the thing. That's the th- yeah. <laughs> there like, you go. Do you think it just happened with Harden? Like, yeah, uh, definitely. Like mm. Harden and KD. I don't know, like if they'd be able to pull each other out of retirement per se, but <laughs> right. Yeah, they... and that's the thing too. Like, um, you got to consider the whole retirement aspect of it, which is like mm. again, the, it's very narrative. It's it's part of the story. It's that's part of what makes it wild. In, in terms of the NBA, like, I don't think there is, like, unless LeBron had, like, a Rob and his Batman, which I don't, like, not no, he really. Does, he there's, doesn't. There's no, no one he really connected with, right? Like, uh, Tom Brady, what, this is a seventh Super Bowl win? Yep. <laughs> yeah. So the only one comparable right now is LeBron, in my eyes, for, like, the amount of championships. And it, right. It, it just, there's no one, you know, he's not going to call up Kyrie and be like, hey, come no. to the <laughs> Oh my no, God, Kyrie! That you know, and him and AD haven't been together that long. So, like the relationship that they have, I I can't see another comparison to it. Like they're such like larger than life individuals, yeah. you know. It's I true. Football is I think football is the uh, is probably like the one where you'd probably see that. Yeah, it's a little yeah. different, right? Like you'll I see mean, players come out of retirement. Yeah, but, such... you can retire in football at, like twenty eight. Yeah, <laughs> like, if you're a running you know, back. Here's, you don't uh, have a long career in football usually. No, here's, only a few years. Here's something I'll pass to Fred just for a sec. I've I was mentioning as I was watching the game, uh, just how different those two guys are. Like, you see Tom Brady, anything shared on social with Tom Brady is like family man, uh, role model, yeah. uh, kisses kids yeah, on the lips, kisses kids on the lips. <laughs> that kind of um, then you go to uh, then you go to Gronk. And it's like party nonstop, party, party. There's just nothing else there. That's what he is. Uh, what are your thoughts on that relationship? And do you think, do you think that they're bros outside of the game? That's one of the things I was talking about um, uh, with the guys during the game. Do you think they're bros? I think they are. Yeah, I really do. Like, they, I don't know. They just have this. I don't know. Like, this just connection. Yeah. You know, like maybe uh Gronk brings out uh Brady's like while he's a family man, it brings his like uh party, <laughs> his little party out. <laughs> it's like I need to keep this guy always there to make me feel young and he still looks like he's thirty, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Talking about Brady, yeah, he uh he definitely he's aged pretty well, gotta say. Man, a handsome man. Handsome man. Handsome man. Consensus yeah. handsome man? Consensus. Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone's like, yep. <laughs> so let's uh, let's shift gears for a moment and talk about uh, the National Basketball Association. Wow. They have made the decision, which is it's it seems quite. I don't know if you call it unexpected, but. Um, it's definitely a, a speaking subject. They've made the decision to uh, go ahead with the All Star Game. Uh, they've uh. made it. They've made it one day, uh, when it's usually three days. Uh, I'm not sure if they've released quite uh, the content of it yet. I don't know if there's going to be three point contest, dunk contest, All Star Game. All that we know for sure is that there's going to be an All Star Game, and I think maybe a dunk contest, but I'm not sure about the particulars there. Uh, want to know you guys, your guys' thoughts on um, that decision? I'll start with Tyrell. Yeah, I think it's going to be a skills contest too, like oh, right, right, right. the All Star game. Yeah, I don't know. 
honestly, like we're playing in a day. It's like a weird time for every league, but like they're not allowing players, you know, shake hands, trade jerseys or anything like that after. And so many games have been delayed so far with COVID restrictions that I'm like, this game seems kind of needless, I guess, you know, the risk mixing (laughs) all the teams together kind of thing. That's the thing too. They're all meeting in one spot, and uh... it's it's a terrible idea. It's oh, stupid. Uh, and it's not just <laughs> any players. It's the the superstar players. Like you can yeah. destroy the team for Good the point. entire <laughs> season. Point. So why would you yeah. do that? Why would you take LeBron out for X amount of games and then t- you know, like it's silly. No wonder LeBron is Rudy. Rudy. Rudy Gobert shows up and coughs on all the mics. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it's, NBA it's started. It's close full circle. Yeah. <laughs> Rudy started it, and he yeah. ends it. Yeah, he got it. Rudy! Isn't that kind of weird, though? I'm thinking about, I'm thinking back now. Like, he started the whole, like, that moment, and when he tested positive and the NBA shut down, that was the moment the world realized, all right, let's shut down this is a lot of things. It's true. It's funny. Yeah. I, I remember, I, I know a lot of people actually referenced the NBA as like the turning point being like, all right, if this big money-making company just shuts shit down, like we got to take this seriously too. Mm. Um, yeah. NHL uh, shut down right after that. Yeah. Like as soon as the NBA did, the NHL did. And let me just bring it back just saying um, – this is why the the decision to make the All-Star game kind of just uh, caught me off guard a little bit, but not quite. It's just because the NBA is usually progressive in a lot of different things. Um, and the fact that they, they executed their league within a bubble, which is praised across the world for how successful it was. Like, it's it's crazy. The amount of work that went into that and mm-hmm. making, it, making it happen is unreal. Um, and then they make this decision, which is just like, it's obviously nothing else but a money grab. That's all it is. It's economically driven, right? Yeah. It's like um, it's the same with uh, even the NHL now. Like both, both. I think like the bubble was a great idea in a vacuum, like the small sample size, mm. because it was so effective. Right. But it costs so much money to do. It's it's a lot of work. Yeah. And uh, it worked for both, but now like they're they're like kind of all both leagues are kind of one foot in, one foot out on the rules. Like I'm gonna kind of segue here, Alex. Yeah, go ahead. Another thing that I kind of I kind of uh, mentioned on there it was the whole uh, situation with Kevin Durant yep. during the, uh, the the Nets and Raptors game. Yes. Where it was like you know there was COVID protocol, he was pulled out of the game, then he was put back in, and then he was like pulled out again. I'm like, well, what's the point of that? If he has COVID, they all have COVID now. Yeah, like, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like you're like <laughs> half in, half out. Like they're like, we're not sure if. <laughs> and I could actually, I'll I'll link that to an NHL topic coming up soon, but mm-hmm. that game was absolutely wild in exactly what you said. It's it's just the jumping around and the uh, the lack of clarity with what's what's mm-hmm. right and what's wrong. Uh, that was against the it was what the Raptors 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 and Nets is what you said right? Yeah. And yeah. the Raptors went on to win the game. They won the game after. Yeah. And was it they pulled him out of the fourth or let him in in the fourth? What was it? I, think they, I thought they let him back in because he was pulled out and then brought back into the game or something. Or I yeah. think beforehand he was. He wasn't supposed to play or something, and then they let him play, and then they pulled him out. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just weird. See, and Ridiculous. that's that's the thing. They also issued a a rule uh, 
this this year that you're not allowed to hug, which you mentioned before. And there's clips. I can't remember who, which two players there were. It's it's literally a rule. It's like the no hug squad. They have guys employed. So if got there was two players. I can't remember who they were that did the jersey swap. They're like a great game, bro. Uh, love your stuff. Here's my jersey. Here's yours. And the no hug squad came up and was like, hey, can't be at it. Give it up. Dab it. So it just, it just comes across so weird. It's just, it's such a weird thing. And like, like, do you think, do you think Mitch, that they will take all of the events? Do you think the dunk competition stays? If one stays, what do you think it is? Oh, dunk competition hands down. Yeah. That's That's right. That's the big, mean one. And you could socially distance that one. You can. Yeah. They do dunk and probably what's the what's the the three three, three, point, point, three point contest yeah and everyone yeah. would have to have their own basketball because everyone's touching the same basketball true right? unless true. everyone's like running doing their hands go go <laughs> yeah. do your hands sanitize your hands gonna, before you go to the next rack yeah. one gets yeah. loose and like, starts going towards the crowd and everyone just starts running away from it <laughs> <laughs> makes you wonder how they're gonna do it right yeah mm-hmm. uh, i've heard some people say like just throwing shit out there like um pre-recording it and stuff like that and with that kind of conversation people were thinking like are they gonna get rid of the mist and botch dunks but also people were saying like that's half the fun like the suspense building is like what's he gonna do he's jumping really high but he's missing this what's he gonna do kind of thing it's weird um tyrell which one of the which one of those auxiliary competitions do you think should be included or do you think will be included I think the skills challenge for sure, even though it's the worst, but <laughs> I, I honestly like the three point competition more. <laughs> the dunk I, comp, you know, yeah. it's gotten kind of stale in the last few years. Boring. Yeah. It's true. It's like, yeah. it's guys. They're not professional dunkers. Uh, they're athletic guys in the league that do that uh, in the gym as a side project right because there's there's other shows on uh, big networks like i think it's called like dunk king or something like that yeah guys that yeah. really know like that's what they do they're professional dunkers so of course that's why you get these botch dunks that's why you get nerves and i've heard other people say before like that could play into some guy's favor but also the opposite as well there's this big crowd watching you it's like how well do you perform with no crowd versus a big crowd so there's that with those two competitions for sure. Fred, do you have any closing thoughts on the uh, all-star game and the NBA's decision to go, yeah. go ahead with it? My, what I want to know the most though, is like, are they plan on doing fans like there and like how many, you know, like, or is it just going to be like, just at home? Like it's Atlanta like Super Bowl yesterday. and I think yeah. at, Atlanta is um, allowing fans into their games. So I'm assuming probably limited capacity. I don't really understand. Yeah. I don't really understand like why like five teams can allow some of their fans in and the other twenty five are that's the way the states are. You think like, it would be a state. league wide or an association wide right. regulation? It's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so state I think state by state, mm-hmm. whatever your how your state regulates it. It's... It was kind of like that. uh, It was kind of like that here for like hockey as well, right? Like right before the season started, it was down on the wire. Like Ontario was the only one that didn't allow it to happen yet. Right. 
last minute they're like, okay, yeah, the Sens and Leafs can play at home. Yeah, for sure. Um, just going back to the, I was just thinking about the All Star thing with the three point competition. Yep. I don't even know if that's doable. Because think about the amount of basketballs they use for that competition, <laughs> and then they have to sanitize oh, all yeah. of it in between yeah. each one. I mean. Unless they have that many basketballs. In order of like 500 basketballs. (laughs) There's like a tennis ball boy. Like like a tennis ball boy running around with a spray bottle. Yeah, the same guy that's rebounding him is just like washing them as he's going. I can. Yeah. The sad part is, I can see that happening. I can see whoever's rebounding him just. It, you know, they're gonna have this kind of like mist machine of sanitizer <laughs> up around the net, and then the ball has to travel through each time, yeah. or the netting is just constantly covered in sanitizer <laughs> when it goes through. There you go. You're just gonna see guys go to shoot, and it's just gonna slip out of their hands. <laughs> go backwards. No, but yeah. so here's a little wacky one uh the game was supposed to be or one of the kind of stupid events no definitely stupid events of the all-star game every single year is the celebrity game uh it's often like like d-list celebrities no one knows who the fuck's playing the game um (laughs) Polly Shore. If you let's go around here now, Josh. Hey. If you were to throw a celebrity in the NBA celebrity game, I think I just did. Who do you want? Who did you say again? Sorry, I just yelled Polly Shore. There you go. Let's. Uh, oh my god, Mitch. Who would you throw in the celebrity game? Uh, I'd like to see the rock body some people. <laughs> set some <laughs> set some really heavy screens. Yeah. I'd like to see someone try and like go up on him and he just stare him down. They're like, yeah, no, I'm just going to give you the ball. <laughs> he just takes the charge, but the person bounces yeah, off of him. He takes the charge, but just sends the other guy flying back half court. Fred, who do you want to see in the all-star celebrity game? The fantasy celebrity game. Tom Segura. Tom Segura. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? Look it up, boys. Oh, man. So uh, I'll give you what happened, okay? So it's like um, it was him and, like, he's a stand-up comedian. Yep. Mm-hmm. So And he does podcasts and shit, too. But anyway, him and Bert, uh, what's his oh, name? Oh, uh, Kreischer yeah. or whatever, yeah. So they, they were playing basketball, right? And anyways, he goes to uh, goes try the dunk. And when he jumped, he ripped his uh, te- uh, tendon in his knee, completely ripped it. And then because he couldn't jump, and he's a pretty big man, he fell and then broke his arm. So he literally did <laughs> in one motion, he destroyed himself. Look up the video. It's unbelievable. Wait, it's hard to watch. Like, so wait. Yeah. Well, it's, it's live. Like, the guys were, like, videotaping his guy. <laughs> so I want to know. I want to know your motivation for putting this man in an all-star game. Do you want him to because... be tortured further? Or is he, is he injured now? That's and do you pretty... want to do you want a comeback story? Like what side is Yes, it? I want him to actually come back and dunk it and be like, oh yeah. we want him to sick. make the shot. He did it. We want he him did to make it. the shot. Yeah, man. That's that's what I want. I want him to like like be afraid, be like, I'm gonna fucking do this. Overcome adversity. <laughs> Overcome adversity, exactly. He like destroyed like the entire left side of his body. <laughs> like 
I'm watching, I'm watching it here now. He's got oh like this god. glove and arm thing on, and his knee, huge <laughs> knee brace on. Oh my god! I heard from it from Joe Rogan. Oh my god! I was crying. I was in tears. It was like I can't believe that could happen to a man in a span of like one second. Uh, Tyrell, do you have a celebrity for the uh, fantasy celebrity game? I'd throw Justin Bieber back in in there. Yes. I just want to see him attempt to cross up the rock. There you and... go. <laughs> hey, he's not lacking confidence, and that's, no, a, that's yeah. a big factor in stuff like that. And you know what? It never hurts to sprinkle some more Canadian talent. Oh yeah. Oh, speaking of which, let's cover one more Super Bowl thing. Speaking of Canadian talent, let's uh, yeah, let's drop can. one more uh, Canadian talent in there. The weekend had his performance uh, during the weekend, and. Let's get some consensus. Uh, one thing I didn't realize until we were talking about it during the show was he was the first Canadian headliner of mm-hmm. um, of the Super Bowl, and uh, I was I was honestly super- headliner. Second, yeah, Shania Twain was the first. She didn't headline though; she was more of a guest. I thought she oh, yeah. performed. She performed, but she I don't think she was like the main It was one of those like oh, handoff ones, I guess. Oh. Uh okay, which which is another so question. Was, no, good, it's all know. good. But he was the definitely definitely one of the bigger Canadian performers that has done the mm-hmm. project. And another little thing to sprinkle in there. He um he dropped seven million of his own money. cash yeah. to help the production um of the show. <laughs> Josh, I just I'll... want to know, okay. mm-hmm. will would you ever take seven million of your own money or of your own wallet to not in this, to make not you this... perform better at your job? Not, I was going to say not not in this financial situation. <laughs> what did you think of his performance? Oh man, I I actually thought it was pretty cool, and also um, thought that I didn't realize how many songs by the weekend that I knew. Mm until yes. like, he performed i was like wait that's by him too wait that's by him as well it's one of those but i thought like um you can see the extra money put into it like it was pretty cool like i think the performance itself visually away from the music and the music was good itself i think the performance like visually was pretty cool it was like a whole different concept plus you have endless memes that come from that like confused hallway run yeah yeah <laughs> that are like all over Twitter and stuff now. Uh, Tyrell, did you catch any of the show? Uh, are you familiar with the weekend's jams? I listened to the weekend, but I haven't. I didn't see the, the halftime show yet, but I've seen the memes and <laughs> they're pretty <laughs> wacky. Especially that like little maze one, the mirror room one is the, th- the one that went around the most. Um, he, he looks so confused. <laughs> he does. He sells it. He sells yeah. it. Fred, did you? What are your thoughts on it? I thought he did a fantastic job, to be honest. Like, yeah, sure. Like, some people are like, some critics are all shitting on him for it. But you know what? Like, he he made the best out of what he had. And going back to your point about the whole, he put seven like million dollars into it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But not only that, because he took the uh, the, the job, say, to do um, the Super Bowl, he literally took himself out of the Grammys, the mm-hmm. biggest award ceremony for um musicians so 
he was up for numerous awards and he said, mm-hmm. fuck the, the awards. I'm going to go do the Super Bowl. Like, that's pretty ballsy. Yeah, that's pretty So cool. when you think about how, it. how does that eliminate him from the Grammys? I'm just not familiar with it. Um, apparently, it's a thing. If you perform, I could be wrong. You guys can uh, check yeah. it out. But I'm, it's, I think this is what I've heard is um, if you ever uh, perform for the, for the Super Bowl, you are taken out of um, – yeah, Or, yeah, or maybe it was what, he was, like, performing at the Grammys or whatnot. He can only do one of them or – Right. I guess I can yeah, understand yeah. that because it could be like a recency bias people see, especially if it's a really good show or a really bad mm-hmm. show for someone that made a good record. Uh, mm-hmm. It could hinder them or, or help them regardless. Uh, Mitch, did you watch it? But what he's you... the big... Oh, go sorry. Go ahead, Fred. I was just going to say, but like right now, he is like the, one of the biggest artists. So like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Let alone like where, where he's that. from. That's ballsy, I think. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Definitely a sense of pride there. Mitch, are you proud of the Canadian boy and the weakened? Weakened. Yep. <laughs> proud, proud mom over here. I remember talking to you during, uh, yeah, as it was happening, and you were you were somewhat impressed, right? You were like... I like the setup. The setup was pretty sweet. I mean, and the amount of people, like on the field, when he had like that outrageous number of people Yeah. on the go, like, that was intense. But And note that they I, were all socially distanced. They were. The part where they I know that they had, around. I know that they had masks. They're all wearing masks. They're all wearing masks. Yeah. And, but the thing that was creative about it was like they were wearing masks, but it was like that surgery thing that he was teasing for months, kind of thing. It was. It was nice. It was tastefully done. Here's here's yeah. another just quick question for you guys. Where the hell did that seven million go? Obviously, you get a big budget, <laughs> um, for your performance, and some director says this is where this goes. Blah blah blah. Where did, where did the extra seven million go? Where he say like, I need more. I know, I you know exactly where it went. Oh, they went to that set and the extras that he, the choreography for the dancers and stuff. That's probably where it went through. Okay, it it went to the mirror room, the mirror hallway. Seven million dollar mirror room. Yes. <laughs> that's a lot of money. It's a lot. He probably paid some of it to James Corden. Did you see? Did you guys see that? Like he had him on as a. I don't know. They did a little uh, skit together. The car. What is it? Um, the sing along in the car. That's all I know. James Corden for. I no, think no, it's no. the same like, guy. He isn't? literally was like, "This is the dance we're gonna do," and he right. was like going through the weekends, like, "Man, I don't want to do this." He's like, "Now throw, like, you know, do the right. fishing rod." And like, He's like, "I'm not doing any of this." <laughs> Paying celebrities, man, to get yourself bigger, something like that. There you go. Uh, Who knows? I would say I was I was impressed with it. I definitely sent like had this weird sense of pride. I got to be honest, and I always do with Canadian musicians. There's Canadian musicians always at the top of the chart, like in in North America, and I have a strange sense of pride in that. So it was it was really well done. Some of the shots, like I know I was talking to the guys, like um, as it was happening, like the shots where it was him emerging from the tunnel and then fireworks behind him, like whoo, like. <laughs> That's crazy. I yeah, love the camera that. work was good too. Yeah, me. like it was all done with that in mind. It was like all done with like the the camera visual in mind, as opposed to like the performance for the people at the show, because there wasn't as many people at the show. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like it, it had a different vibe to it. It was more a bit more cinematic. Yeah, let's move it uh, move it over to the NHL um, for a quick topic that uh, Josh really wanted to have covered uh, with Carolina oh, yeah. Panthers or. Carolina Hurricanes uh, and the Blue Jackets. I had uh, I had so, a little uh, little time to 
look over the cliff and uh, people weren't happy about it. Tell us about Josh. Did you see this? Like it was the most wackiest thing. Like Fred, did you see this? It's so frustrating. Yeah, I, I missed it. Frustrating. I missed it. Like I saw something being talked about today, but I have no idea what this is so, about. So I'll give like I'll summarize it just to give you the gist of what happened. But uh, in the game, there was a a moment where there was a, a I guess like a a close offside entry before the goal, and on that play, uh, Carolina ended up scoring a goal. Right. Last uh, minute of the game, three three. So yeah, it was really close. Constantly. It was really close. No, no, it was. It, this was earlier in the game. Um, I think it was like at the end of the second period or around that time. But like, uh, so then uh, Columbus challenged it, right, for offside. And then what happened apparently was that uh, the the war room or whatever they had like a rookie like videographer or the guy who's kind of like he was a trainee hmm. or at least, at least that's what the NHL says it was a trainee that was doing like the video work that day so over the phone the linesman and referee all they could hear was oh yeah it's onside it's onside right but he only saw one camera angle so they just called it onside and ended up giving Columbus uh, right. a penalty that's what it was it was clearly offside it was clearly offside so then and then that happened right before the intermission because the the penalty was probably the last minute of the the second period and then so it carried over. So over the intermission, there was this whole shitstorm, <laughs> like the NHL trying to figure out, like, what are we going to do about this, right? Because um, it's not supposed to be a goal. It was clearly offside. Like, we made, we botched the call. And then to begin the third period, like, the refs just come over and pretty much tell them, it's like, okay, listen, the goal is going to count, but you don't get a penalty anymore. So, like, they just got, they erased the rest of the penalty. Wow. <laughs> so, like, Torres is just like, are you kidding me? Like... Wait, was this so? Was this against Columbus or? It was against Columbus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so so Columbus like, was supposed to have the penalty. Yeah, I'm very surprised. That scored on. Yeah. Okay. I'm very surprised that Torts didn't have a blow up about this. Because he didn't murder someone. Yeah. Um. But but it's just such a weird thing because like the NHL pretty much half admitted to it, it being a screw up call. Yeah. But even in that moment, like they didn't overturn the goal or anything. So yeah. now because of that, Carolina won the game. Like the, the score stayed the same. Carolina won the game. They're in the same division. Now imagine if that is a battle for fourth place. Exactly. Like in that division Ooh. who you've got right now, you have like Florida and, and Tampa on fire in one and two. Yeah. And then like who else? I'm trying to remember. I can't even locate the division. But you also have Carolina and Columbus battling. Imagine if it, if they're separated by one point. For the division now, you got Tampa at the, at the top, Carolina, yeah. Florida, then Chicago, then Columbus, and then others. Okay. Chicago yeah. or behind Tampa and – surprisingly what? somehow How? so I, who knows oh is is dallas in that division yeah okay Six. so even dallas like you'd expect dallas to be top three they just came from the stanley cup final but man yeah, they, they went through the covid covid yeah so... that's the reason why they're down the line right now but like imagine if that's the reason why columbus doesn't make the playoffs one point like that's, that's the thing that's one that's what's gonna piss people off. yeah it's what's gonna piss yeah. people off down the road and like i think the main thing uh that pisses people off is that they have fixed it so it's like that's here, what it we, is. we take it off the board we take we take the penalty off the board yeah. and and leave the point like like yeah, it's Cole, just mixed Cole, signals it's very weird colin campbell straight up said to he's like the reason why we didn't take the goal back is because there's a lack of precedent like are you kidding mm. here's your precedent right now <laughs> like it wasn't supposed to be a goal it was it was <laughs> it was an officiating screw up and you're not going to fix it yeah so. They had a chance to set it right there and then. They should have done it right. They should have done it in the intermission. Exactly. They should have like, just be like, yeah, it's no goal. If you're gonna if you're gonna write one wrong, just mm-hmm. just write 
write all the rhymes. You, you don't have to do it. There's a really poetic <laughs> quote We're going to count you. the goal, but we're also going to take the penalty away from Columbus. Like, they, they were already killed off, like, a minute 45 of the penalty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gee, thanks. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, thanks. Like, yeah. We already worked hard. And... and like you said, it's just the fact that they're in the same division and that could be the deciding factor of mm-hmm. of it once it, once it's all said and done. And I think that's what that's what makes it the shittiest is when refs yeah, make true. call like refs are gonna make mistakes and they acknowledge them. The funny thing I found was the video that I watched on YouTube is like uh f- they fixed uh, officials fixed mistake, and of course all the comments like well fixed part of it. Yeah, they didn't really fix it, right? Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. Like it, it enters that debate. Like if you're gonna start to bring like video uh review into the sport, where do you like draw the line on it? Like. If yep. you're bringing it in, like you should call back a goal. You know what and, I mean? And you am don't I just ha- go halfway? And am I right in understanding that blue line cam is new tech that they're using, uh, or new-ish? They, they, new-ish? they've had it for but, is it like it's been the last few years? Last mm. couple of years, but it's only been like better quality in the last year. Yeah. Right before it's been like potato cam, so it's like oh yeah. great, it's <laughs> there, but you can't see anything. See, and they even changed the rule of offside to make it more you easier to tell, right? And like when they, they showed the blue line, up. yeah, when they showed the blue line can, like <laughs> Trocheck was obviously offside. Yeah, he was over the line. You're like, no, that's a bad call. So we've discussed previously in the podcast about a human viciously injuring their body uh, to the fact that they they might not be able to play uh, what they want to do again, uh, thanks to Fred. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this has happened to a player that we're going to discuss next uh, there was a little trade in, in the NBA uh, Derek Rose has been I think I, don't, I think it might be official right now that he's uh, he's headed to the Knicks uh, he's been there before uh, I apologize because I can't remember how long he's been there. It seems like he's bounced around a few teams ever since his big injury. Obviously, he was an MVP years ago, looked insanely athletic, looked really promising, got people hyped about the Bulls again. Um, he's back in the Knicks. Tyrell, what do you think? Hmm. I mean, I'm just glad he's still in the NBA. Like, when in his MVP season, he was one of my favorite players, and just seeing that was that was awful was, his comeback attempts for like three years after that were just so hit and miss yeah it's just it's good to see him play at a high level wherever he is honestly he he makes a nice role player piece now and it's sad i guess it's sad that it's come to that point but uh he contributes he's definitely a contributor to a team i would have expected him to go somewhere um where he has more of a chance i think he would have got uh I don't know what his contract is right now, but I thought he would have got moved to more of a contender than the Knicks. I know the Knicks are better than they have been in quite some time, but uh, I would have expected him to go anywhere else. Uh, Mitch, were you aware of Derrick Rose in his MVP season? Did you watch any of them? Are you uh, are you sick and tired of hearing the he's back uh, comments? I don't know. I mean, I remember Derrick Rose like being the thing, the next best best thing in his MVP season. Like he was the guy, mm. and then obviously that brutal injury, and it's just that was it. I mean, kind of sucks actually. Cause, I mean, you see someone's career so impacted by an injury. I don't know. I mean, maybe I don't know. Maybe the injury is masking something that was just more of a flash in a pan, and we're we're chalking it up to something more than what it actually is, you know. But I mean, it's all at the same time. I mean, obviously the guy got skill. 
um, and talent. So to see him kind of, I feel like he's definitely in a better place to, or one of the better positions in his career regards to talent wise since the injury. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, hopefully he can go to the Knicks and kind of make that his team and, you know, actually give the Knicks fans something to cheer about for the first time in forever. So <laughs> I'll say this, Josh, what do you think? Do you think with them moving D Rose, what is, what is his, what is his spot in the NBA now? Do you think he's just like, do you see him as role player? Do you see him as a star that's, that will eventually get back to form? Do you think him as a story that people probably blow up out of proportion a little bit? What do you think? I say like that's the thing. I'm not so sure because like, um, he's just like fallen off completely mm. for a long time, right? Like I, I it, it's rough. Like uh, it, it just kind of reminds me. You now it's, it's probably totally different situations, but um, the first thing that comes to mind just in my mind is like Jeremy Lin. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like the same Saturday. thing. Like, you said flashes, <laughs> little flashes. Yeah. Yeah, and then it, but it was just like one time, and then all of a sudden it just wasn't the same. Crazy um, thing is, but, he's he's won an MVP. Like that's. Not easy. How old is he right now? Derek Rose. Let's let's take a quick goog. Late thirties? Uh, I think it's early thirties, but early thirties. Thirty-two yeah, years old. I was oh, gonna okay. ask the same thing. Like I was curious. Thirty-two years old. Honestly, if it, I think if we were expecting any sort of um, like comeback to his MVP form, that would have happened years ago. But he had like repeated knee injury and like repeat. I think he had like a. Um, an ankle injury again to mm. like no it's you know this is the derrick rose we got you know he's gonna use his mind more so than the, his athleticism i think tyrell do you remember how long he was he was out for when he got that injury he was out like a season and a half i think before he even attempted to come back he played right. for like seven games right and got re-injured something and then went off again for another season it was like two oh. and a half years he was gone for so just to put like a little bit of context around what's happening, he was um, he was playing with the Pistons, decent role. Like like he was, the Pistons are shit. The Pistons are the worst like <laughs> the worst team in the NBA. <laughs> I, I think. I, I didn't even realize he was on the Pistons. I thought he was still with the Bulls. I'm not even gonna lie. So he's yeah. there, you know, uh, putting up acceptable individual stats. Uh, him and Blake Griffin, but the team sucks. It's garbage. Um, it's just a weird random trade that happened because the transaction was him and Dennis Smith Jr. and a second round pick from Charlotte. So there's the transaction, and it's, it's just a sad story overall. It, but I guess you you don't really have to look at it that way because, as Tyrell said, this is the this is the Derrick Rose we're getting. Like he got his MVP. Yeah. yeah. Um, not really. You said Charlotte. You, you said Charlotte, and the person that came to mind was one of the notes that you posted. I think it was you, Alex, that posted there. Was it the, the one of uh, Ball and Mellow the ref? Ball. Yeah. <laughs> the ref just not having any of the shit. <laughs> so, LaMelo Ball uh, of Ball fame. Um, he's a rookie for the Charlotte Hornets, second-round pick. Uh, very good, very confident, uh, and the most confident player I've seen in years, or rookie I've seen in years, without a doubt. Um, he, in this clip, well, I can't remember what team he was facing. Um, I can't remember. It didn't show when I saw it, but 
laughing in the ref's face about whatever call it was, just having a yeah. good time. And the ref, sure enough, turns around and just, just straight faced, not having <laughs> the expression, anything. The expression <laughs> on the ref's face is so priceless. Because usually with like, especially <laughs> vets, so obviously vets and other players, it's like talk back and forth. And if one player, if one person's smiling, they've they've got to that point where it's like they could both laugh it off. But Lamelo, mm-hmm. rook in the league, very you know in- incredibly confident maybe borderline arrogant and yeah. then just shows the ref turn around just not having any of this i believe what you would call the expression on his face is shit eating grin yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah. ref is ready to backhand it straight off oh yeah just there. a couple of, i guess we'll just get to a couple other tiny little bits before we wrap it up right here on the uh yeah. first episode of the jersey tuck podcast um, did you guys see the clip that I posted of Bradley Beal and Jimmy Butler fighting for the loose ball? I loved it. I watched it. I loved it. <laughs> I died at it. <laughs> so Bradley Beal is currently leading scoring on one of the other NBA super shit teams, the Washington Wizards. Uh, he's going to get moved. People want to see him moved. He's His all-star votes are through the roof just because people want to see him out of there. Um, but what it was, it was just they were – they were fighting for a loose ball, him and Jimmy Butler, and they were both grabbing onto the ball, and they ended up walking each other down the court because they both <laughs> had it in their hands. And there was this excellent camera angle where it showed Little, both of them, yeah. like, eyes yeah. wide open, like, super <laughs> grinning at each other, saying, like, give me that ball, give me the ball. And it was just, of course. It, it's it, the one of, Be- of Beal's face. It kills <laughs> yeah. Of course, it sparked some little trade rumors but who knows what legitimacy that has uh of him going to miami or whatever i think they do have the space for them it it could be done but uh did you guys see that anyone see that no i didn't i didn't see the rumor for it yeah you all saw the clip though right i think yeah great they should offer the package i wish that we got for harden honestly the i want duncan robinson tyler harrow yeah yeah, that would be a, that would be a great package, I think. I know, like everyone says, they're overrated, but you know they got a lot of upside. They do, they really do. Those two young guys really do have a lot of upside. They made it to the NBA Finals. Can't really, uh, I mean, that's a big feat for those two guys. That'll go under the radar for years. The fact that they made the finals, uh, just because they they didn't really do much there, and the fact that it was such an off year. Uh, let me just check to see if we got anything else to cover here now. Uh, one last thing I wanted to bring up was the. Mm-hmm. What was this? Westbrook versus the Nets? Was the, was it he stole oh, the Nets game? The last the last seven seconds. I think it's him and Beal. It's yeah. him and Beal. Like they both hit like big shots at the end of the game. Yeah, and it was against the yes, it was against the Nets. Yeah, it was against the Nets. Um, so essentially they were down what like six, five or six. Uh, looks like a complete yeah, write off. Like... Um, and Beal comes down the court. Guns it down the court, uh, gets a little separation three. from the top of the key, a little bit beyond the top of the key, too, is a deep shot, bangs that down, and yeah. uh, then on the inbounds pass, it gets stolen. It gets shot yeah. out to Westbrook. Yeah. And, and, and I've mentioned this before, like, the fact that you have faith in Westbrook on the, th- on the three-point line is, I don't know, it's trust in your teammates, which is a good thing to have. He, but go ahead, John. Yeah. He no, and he dropped like that. The shot dropped, and like uh, the the passion on Westbrook's Brooks' face was amazing. Mm. Like he was like he was ready to just fight the entire team, like, the opposing <laughs> team. Like he was so like, <laughs> no! 
felt like he was just like <laughs> amped about it. Uh, Fred, was, did you it was just it? perfect timing for the oh, yeah. full court press. Like as soon as they shot that and the full mm. court press came in, mm. you can just see it by the camera angle. I, I don't remember his name. He's like the point guard or whatever. Fred he Beal. just slipped in. So like, so like, uh, yeah. it was just perfect. And when they put it in over to Westbrook, it was perfect. I just yeah. found the the <laughs> the fact that they got that inbound steal was that was that was the wildest part. Because like, how can you be that careless with a team? As with as much talent as the Brooklyn Nets, that team is stacked. It's crazy stacked. Oh man, they're so stacked. Offensively, uh, and the <laughs> fact that you just give it away is unreal to me. And sure, Westbrook is the guy shooting the ball, but like that guy has an MVP as well. So he's cl- he's clutch in situations too. I know you know it, there's a reason they're five and fifteen, and maybe it could be the <laughs> the bricks, but <laughs> Russell Westbrook. He does come up clutch sometimes. It's true. Uh, Mitch, do you like seeing West- Russell Westbrook fired up? I got to say, that's one of my favorite yeah. things to look at in sports. When he yeah. when he does something important to see, like, it's... His MVP season was great. Like, Yeah, yeah. Westbrook there... was always been one of my favorite players. And the big, big reason was just how fired up he'd get in his intensity. Mm-hmm. He, and per- perhaps it's a cliche, but um, he plays every minute. Like he he goes a hundred percent every single minute, and that's what you that's what you want from any player, and uh, that's why people are such a big fan, and why I'll remain a big fan for as long as he's in the league. So I'll never be one to chirp on him too hard, because I mean, obviously with with numbers, you you have a tendency to chirp anyways. But go ahead, Mitch. I was gonna say I, I just think at this point, like of all the guys to not or not do is Westbrook is kind of follow the rest of the superstars and just make a super team. It seems like Westbrook's been the one guy not to do it, which, I mean, at this point, if anyone deserves <laughs> to do it, it should be him. He, he was really loyal, right? Like, I think he probably would have mm-hmm. stayed in OKC because uh, mm-hmm. he got traded out of there, right? He yeah. got, or did he get traded to the Rockets from there? He yes. The yeah, Rockets, for yeah, Chris Paul. Yeah. Yeah, but, that's, but that's when it was all hit the fan at that point, and KD was gone, and Harden was already yeah. gone. He was the only one there. It's like... They didn't have anything to build around him. Yeah. Like, right, well, After his MVP some- season. Yeah let's, just, yeah, let's get something for Westbrook and try and rebuild the team. I See, mean. I think he's just one of those old guys that have the old school mentality as, as like, I'm I'm here. I want to have a situation. I want to nurture a situation where we can make the playoffs and, like, this is my team. I'm taking full responsibility. My he team. wants to be the guy. Yeah. yeah. And which is admirable, but, it, like, not necessary for you to be great, obviously, but very admirable. It's it's crazy. I I just think at this point he just I mean I maybe it's not everything to him, but usually it is. Most guys getting at least one championship out of it. I mean, no one's gonna call foul him on this point if he goes follows follows someone like LeBron, Kawhi, whatever. At this point, I mean, just do it for yourself and your career. At this point, I mean, don't go suffering out in Washington, you know and. <laughs> For the sake of just having like being the leader of a team and ring like I mean, it's you can be a leader of a team, but if it's a shit show, it's not how fun <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I'm gonna close off. It's been great. It's been a great show. I'm gonna close it off with uh, a little thing. Um, I'm gonna have each of you guys take your favorite team of your favorite sport. Give kind of like the state that they're in. Are you confident? Where are they going? Um, yeah, just tell me about their situation in like, I guess a minute, and uh, we'll start with Fred. 
Uh, tell us about those hats. Pleasantly surprised. Very <laughs> happy. I'm not going to be that person saying I'm going to jump on the bandwagon and be like, hey, they're going to win the Stanley Cup. They're probably not. But they have everything going for them right now. They have veterans. They got young guys. They have fighters. They're big. They're fast. It's promising. It's promising, and I fucking needed it. <laughs> yeah, and they're firing on all cylinders right now. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good to hear. There's some nice positivity there. Tyrell, let's go to you next. Yeah. Rockets, I'm guessing? Yeah, yeah, I'll go with the Rockets. Uh, honestly, since the Harden trade, it's been great not seeing one person just dribble, 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 dribble for <laughs> 48 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Uh, no, the team ball, like when they're at full strength, they got John Wall, they got Oladipo, and Christian White just got, or Christian Wood just got injured, so that sucks. But when they were all playing together, man, they were wicked on defense. They were past moving the ball. It was more of like, you know, four guys can score 20 points a night kind of thing. Yep. So honestly, I'm happy we own uh, Brooklyn Nets' future until 2028. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm hoping they do it poor as possible in the coming years <laughs> hoping it all blows up yeah <laughs> hoping Harden Harden goes to too many strip clubs again and uh, and uh, Kyrie just bails yeah I could see that I could see that being an ego employee yeah. yeah people oh. said that when they first went there and like so yeah so Harden goes to too many strip clubs uh Kyrie bails uh, ghosts the team oh yeah and just Katie uses... goes up to the Himalayan mountains to find his <laughs> yeah. spiritual soul or some shit and Katie uh uses his burner twitter way too much <laughs> and there's that and that's how the team implodes uh Josh tell us about yeah. those Leafs what do you think about the Leafs right now they're doing great they're doing great and they're up one nothing right now after the first period so that's good they're off to a 9-2-1 start which is one of the best starts that I've seen in a while so it's going to be kind of fun to see um, pretty much them and the Habs in the same division, just the top two teams yeah, gunning it out for first place, which is pretty cool. Definitely um, exciting and, to see. And like, it's a cool year where it's like they already had all the star power in place, but they just now su- supplanted it with like, or supplemented it with um, like the right supporting cast. Hmm. So like now with certain players, they can, like, like Fred was saying, like, they can kind of do a little bit of everything now. Like there's like elements of everything. There's like veteran leadership. They're scoring. They're skill. They're fast. They're bigger. Like it's not all just big names on paper. Exactly. Wayne Simmons punching people in the face. It's great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mitch, tell us about those Avs. What do you think about your Avs this season? Uh, I mean, overall, they're a solid team. I mean, they've been picked as the Stanley Cup favorite overall, yeah. but it's been a roller coaster so far because. They started off a bit inconsistent. They weren't getting any depth scoring. Um, but then that picked up, and then they were scoring. And then they got a crap load of injuries. McKinnon, yeah. their superstar, got hurt. And then their backup goalie, friend Sos, was hurt. And then their two penalty killers in Belmare and Calver were hurt. And then one of their top pairing new defensemen was hurt. All week-to-week injuries. And then they played Minnesota, and now they're in COVID protocol because of Minnesota. So... Uh, it's it's a mess. It's a roller coaster right now. They're still doing okay record wise, but I mean, they have not been able to play a consistent string of hockey and even like kind of get their no. feet planted yet. It's just this season's been a mess so far. Right, but definitely no no uh, no reason to get down on the team or uh, get depressed about the team. So that's good. No, no. I mean, they'll be in the playoffs. It's going to make the playoffs and they'll. Yeah. That's good, guys. We we got we got a lot of uh, positivity here on the Jersey Talk podcast. Uh, I'll I'll chime in for just a second and say my Rockets have looked really great. Uh, as Tyrell has 
said like uh we got some nice young talent here he mentioned guys that can put up um three guys that could put up 20 on any given night i believe when they had the full healthy lineup three of them did put up 20 which was really impressive and really promising there's been rumors of old depot getting moved so we'll see where that goes in the coming days but um yeah overall really way more positive than i thought it'd be massive john wall fan massive christian wood fan i'm getting one of those jerseys sometime soon without a doubt they're playing with the uh, they're playing with the Raptors mentality. Raptors game, good defense and spread out scoring. Yeah, I still remember Absolutely. how sad you were when it first went down. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, I, I was a mess. Yeah, you were so down, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was I was very emotionally connected to James Harden. It was a lot to process. Yeah, it was. It's just it's just the fact that it happened. Like it just I don't know. It hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, I guess we'll call it there for now, guys. Um, what? Wait, I want to ask you, what jersey are you getting? You get the H Town jersey, the blue one, the baby blue one. Yeah, I've been so tempted, man, because like I, I, I like I told you, I don't like the H Town, but the colors are pretty sweet. I'm honestly because like that's very defining. It's like Harden's gone. Here's a baby blue Rockets jersey. <laughs> um, maybe I I might I might cave and get that. Who knows? Because I actually like it. It's grown on me. Um. We'll see. Uh, I'm sure it'll be revealed in, in uh, the coming podcast. But I guess we'll call it there, guys. I think it went really well. Really appreciate it. Uh, make sure, probably not exactly at the time that this is posted on at least one of those platforms, but we will be available on Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, and follow us on Twitter. Always follow us on Twitter to see Sick. when we go live. We will be doing a live show very soon, uh, probably consistently. But other than that, really appreciate everyone tuning in, and uh, we'll see you very soon. Bye-bye. Back, bro. Sweet. Thanks for listening to us, guys. Each and everyone here appreciates you guys taking the time to listen to the pod. If you ever want to throw us a question or anything like that, feel free to follow us on Twitter, at the Jersey Tuck, and just fire it away. Really appreciate it, guys. See you soon.